0: Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have
1: fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. It means so much to me that you're listening today. Thanks for being here and checking this out. And if this is your first time listening, I just want to say welcome. I am so glad you're here and I hope you'll stick around. Don't forget to listen to the end of every episode. That's where we have the kids only segment where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. Well, I can't believe it, but it is almost Easter Sunday, and I am excited to celebrate with my church and my family. It really is an important weekend for Christians around the world as we celebrate the hope and the salvation that we have through Jesus Christ because of his death and resurrection. It really is amazing. And today, this episode is releasing on Good Friday. I think that's really interesting that we call it Good Friday. If this is the day that we remember Jesus dying on the cross, why do we call it good? Why is that a good thing? Well, I wanted to talk to a pastor today about this question. And so I am excited for you guys to meet my friend, Andre Jones. He serves as the next gen pastor of one community church in Plano, Texas. He is passionate about making every weekend wow for kids, students, and young adults, as well as equipping parents to be the best parents they can be. In his free time, you can find him with his family making memories. I am so excited for you guys to hear this conversation with Andre. Jones. Andre Jones, thank you so much for being on the Collide Kids podcast today. I'm so glad to have you.
0: Hey, Kristen. I am grateful to be here on an important weekend for uh, so many churches, so grateful to be a part of this conversation.
1: Yeah, this is, and today is Good Friday, and we're approaching Easter, so I am excited to talk to you. Will you just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
0: No, absolutely. Uh, Andre Jones out of Plano, Texas at One Community Church. i um, married and two kids, a guinea pig, and a terrier poo named Lyric. And so, uh, yeah, if anybody, if you ever follow me, like I do these little things called Life with Lyric, and that's just my dog, Well, I pretty much told my kids, and I love my kids with all my heart, I pretty much told them that's, that's them when they graduate, just me and Lyric and <laughs> driving around, which nice. I think they took, they took nice to it, but yeah, yeah, so that's me at One Community Church, man, next gen pastor, family and kids, family students, uh, young adults, and been loving it for six, seven years now.
1: That's great. I love that. All right. Well, I would love to talk with you today about Easter and Good Friday and what we're into right now. But before I do that, because this is a show for kids, we always like to start out with a joke. So do you have a joke for us today?
0: I do. uh, And the reason I do is because actually one of our teammates is uh, she picks her son up and every day she tells him a dad joke. And so I jumped on the trend and and did some yesterday with my son. So the question or dad joke I have is, what did the police officer say to his belly button? (laughs) I don't know. You're under a vest.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Under a vest. I like that.
0: (laughs) He chuckled. He chuckled a little bit. and My daughter kind of just looked at me like, come on, dad. And I was like, that's what they're for. That's dad what jokes. dad
1: jokes are for. Exactly. They're not supposed to be a big laugh. It's supposed to be like, mm. come on.
0: <laughs> we got a little, we got a little chuckle. There was a, there was a half a smile. So yeah. for any kid who's out there right now, I appreciate that half a smile that you gave. That's right.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So let's talk about Easter. You know, we especially in America and and all the media that we have, we're seeing a lot of things about bunny rabbits and eggs Mm -hmm. and all these different things. And we know because we're believers, because we know the Lord, we know that Easter is a a big deal. It's not a little thing. It's a big deal. Why is Easter such a big deal?
0: You know, you know it's, it's huge for the church. It's huge for I mean, so many different families because you hear Easter, but then you also hear, you know, this idea of Resurrection Sunday and ultimately what Jesus fulfilling what he came to do. Um, but if I'm a parent and I'm just getting a flyer for your church, I don't know that. I don't know the quote-unquote good news. I'm not sure of what all's happened. I know I see all the extravaganza, but, man, what we're really celebrating is the fact that, G- that God would send his son, Jesus, to die on a cross for us, but fill that promise, which is ultimately his resurrection, and overcoming all sin, which gives us that eternal life. And that's a whole lot for somebody to take in, um, but that's what it's all about. You know, Easter bunnies a cute, wear your dresses, you know, bow ties, all that. But it's it's God fulfilling his promise for each and every one of us, uh, and for us, not having to do anything to even earn that
1: that's right, that's right, and you mentioned something too that Jesus died on the cross, and that's essentially what when we talk about good friday that's what we're reflecting on. so if you hear somebody talking about Good Friday, which is today, that's what people are talking about is that Jesus died on the cross. Why is that good? like why do we say that's good friday
0: right uh <laughs> that was one of my wrestles when I was thinking about it, and like okay it's good friday and I, I remember when I first kind of heard it as a a young kid, I'm like, okay, this is good Friday. Like we're going to celebrate. And then they told me what happened. And I was like, wait, this is not good. Like you're telling me that Jesus who we teach about, who's amazing, who's awesome who's God's son dies. And like, so why is that good? And I, and I related it to, um, I'm trying to work out again. Right. And so in working out, um, there, you go through some things ultimately to get the result that's desired. Right. So if I do some pushups, I got to work and it's hard and I don't like it. But then the, the result is being a little more fit. Well, ultimately, Jesus has to go through his death so that we can get the necessary results, which is ultimately um, forgiveness of our sins and you know, the Holy Spirit and eternal life. And so it's good because he had to go through it. He promised us, you know, ultimately um, salvation, Holy Spirit. But this thing must happen. And if you're a believer and you understand and you trust in that, then you see this and you're like, oh my gosh, like he said what he was going to do. He kept to that. And I know that this isn't the end story.
1: That's right. It's, it's so hard to, especially for kids, I think, to see these things or to hear these things about the way that Jesus died. It was a terrible horrible right. way to die. And it was, it was an execution. It was something that someone did to someone else um, for the purpose of torturing them. And so like you said, we look like, how can we say that's good? But it's mm-hmm. the result of what happened. Um, and so I think it's really important for us to continue to think about it and talk about it. We can't skip Good Friday.
0: Not at all. Because
1: we need that to get to Easter Sunday.
0: Right, right, right.
1: What is it about the cross that is so important to the story of the gospel?
0: Man, it's, it's, you know, when you, when you talk about Christ's death, you know that that wasn't even the way Christ was born. You know, he could have came in in so many ways, but it was it I was a humble born a birth in the manger. Uh, when you look at this cross, it's it's not the most honorable death. Like this is excruciating pain, and so I think what it does, it also it symbolizes him being for us and dying in such a manner. But when you see that cross and you see Jesus, then ultimately you're reminded that Jesus was there, but then he's no longer there. And that one day he'll be, he'll return with us. So anytime I, you see a cross, it's man, Jesus did something amazing for me. There's, there's a little bit of somberness because man, like, he died there, but that's not the end story. And I think that's what's so huge for our families is remember, like it doesn't have, it doesn't end there.
1: Right. I think the cross to me just reminds me of how much God loves me and mm-hmm. he loves the world. You know, like he He did this, what is it? John 3, 16, the most famous verse, right? For God so mm-hmm. loved the world that he right. gave his son and it was for that purpose. He gave his son to be put to death on a cross, mm-hmm. not because he's evil, but because he loves us so much and he right. wanted us to have that relationship with him. So, what is it about Good Friday that helps us get to Easter Sunday?
0: You know, um, you see it there. Um, it's fulfilling this prophecy, but you know, it's, it's Christ is there, and he and comes down. There's, I think, there's just an opportunity for us to kind of reflect on things, um, be patient, but then also know that. And I, here's what I would like to think too: like I couldn't imagine being in that moment, so like I love you. to try to. Throw it out there for kids, and I couldn't imagine being there. But as I read the Bible, and I have like having my Bible right in front of me, I can I can flip forward, and I can see the end story that ultimately He's going to yeah. come back, and He's going to rise, right? And so as I'm then reading it, I'm like, okay, this had to happen. Um, he's there. Uh, I, I see Him say that that this is finished, and I see this good work that has been done. But then ultimately, I know that they're going to go to the tomb. And it's just kind of like that preamble for this good news. So even though it's Good Friday, it doesn't feel that great, but there's good news to come, which is ultimately going to the tomb, seeing that Christ isn't there, and then him appearing to them again.
1: Yeah. What did, he, what did Jesus mean when he said, it is finished? When he said that on the cross, what did he mean by that?
0: You know, he's, you know, he's telling the disciples that, you know, ultimately, I'm, I must die for, you know, for the prophecy to be fulfilled. And he's looking up at his father. And like, you know, once you paint this picture and he's looking up to his father, he's like, like, it's finished. Like, my work here, this particular sense is complete. And because of this, you know, what you'll reap is forgiveness of sins, my spirit, and me being with you always. You know, Jesus could only be with him physically for so long. But now we have his spirit and he's always with us. And so it's, it's that stamp of approval that, man, this work is done. Yeah.
1: I love thinking when I'm reading through the story of Easter, of of Good Friday and all the things that led up to that, I I always like to put myself in the shoes of the characters in the story. You know, you mm-hmm. think about the disciples and the the women followers and Mary and the Roman soldiers. Who are the people in that story that you connected with or that you really, you've been thinking about a lot?
0: It's, it's definitely the disciples. And so, uh, I'm big on, I'm big on community. I'm big on friendships and family. And I've got to imagine that Jesus and his disciples felt like a little family. Yeah. They, they had seen him heal. They had traveled different places. They had done life. This is like their teacher that they love. And, you know, there's flip side, there's, there's the disciples who, you know, there's Judas and Judas is not feeling good right now. <laughs> then there there's Peter who denies him so like imagine peter who's denied and now sees this is like oh my gosh what but they're, they're seeing their friend their teacher the person that they love die and i bet you in that moment they're not thinking about everything that jesus told them hey this has to happen i'll come back they're like no this is horrible and so i think i think i resonate with them because if that was happening to somebody that was close to me you want to you want to think about what they said but your your emotions, Is sadness is probably a little bit of fear. But then, you know, once again, if you fast forward, even then there's probably still some of it, then Jesus kind of reminds us. So I, you know, saying all that, man, it's gotta be the disciples for me.
1: Yeah. I think for me, especially being a mom, I'm as soon as I became a mom, I think I resonated a little bit more with the story of Mary and Mm -hmm. just all that she had to go through to watch your child go through something Like even just to watch your child being bullied or for them to get hurt, it's, it's painful. And so for Mm -hmm. her to watch all of this had to be devastating. But I keep going back to these stories, um, when he was born and when all these things happened and it always said, almost in every story, it said that Mary pondered all these things in her heart Mm -hmm. and and the it was told to her, like the angel told her, a, a sword will pierce your soul. So she kind of knew that something big was going to happen with all of this. But still, like you said, with the disciples, even though they knew he had said all these things that he was going to fulfill prophecy and he was going to come back, the, it was still really hard for them to see all the, this that this had happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, even, I love the fact that you bring in like being a parent, right? So imagine the parents that are listening to this and maybe there's something that's happening with your child that you can't stop. You know, they're at school and you have to hear about it, you have to experience it, but you can't stop it. Like that's Mary, that's the disciple. They can't stop this. They have to see it, but it's a part of a bigger picture. And there's so much that's learned and so much that's gained from it if you look at it from that perspective. Disciples Mm -hmm. could have stopped right then and there and be like, hey, I'm done. It's like, no, but there's there's so much more. That happens because of this moment.
1: That's right. Tell me about how you and your family observe Good Friday and Easter Sunday. What do you guys do?
0: So, um, we like to gather for a while because I'm in ministry. Uh, we used to have a Good Friday service that was in person. And what I loved about it was it was a family service. And so, it was an intentional opportunity to bring everybody together and worship under um, one house. And I think, I think that's huge for this moment, oftentimes on the weekend, you're, you know, adults are probably going to go in one area and and kids are going to go in another area, but it creates that opportunity to bring that entire family together and just be reminded of this element or this moment. And so for us, uh, we will spend the good Friday this time having a digital service, but we'll all watch it together in the living room. Um, And I like to kind of ask questions too, for my kids, you know, what does this mean? what did you feel? What are you thinking? Because the the responses change over time. When they were super young, they're like, yeah, Jesus died. But now they're like, no, dad, I, I get it. I understand. This is why. And I think that's the beauty of being able to see that conversation grow, even though we celebrate as a reminder of this each and every year, but there's growth in those conversations.
1: Yeah. I love that you mentioned that you have conversations. I feel like, Especially right now, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of parents that I've heard of that try to protect their children from some of the the harder stories to hear from the Bible. And the crucifixion, the the death of Jesus on the cross, that is a hard story. But mm-hmm. I don't think we should shy away from it, right? I mean, I think we should keep talking about it, even, even as they're young. Give them what they can handle, but right. don't you think we should keep talking about this and not hide them from it?
0: No, I think you absolutely have to. And, and one, because you're building that foundation for your child's faith. And so, I mean, you, you want to instill it. You want to share it until you're going an appropriate level, but as they get older, I mean, there's going to be people who might not believe be believers and they are dissecting every last word because they're trying to counter it. Mm. And so they're going all into it and they're like, no, no, this happened. But we, sugar-coated it, then we're going to sit there and say, well, no, he just died. Like, no, no, the Bible says this, 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 and they're going to be blown away because we were too afraid to dive into God's word for what it really is.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I think just having those conversations, I want my kids to feel like, we can talk about anything. And so I think having those deep conversations is, is so important, uh, especially about a topic like this. What is it about this weekend that helps your relationship with God grow stronger?
0: Yeah. oddly enough today, when we were walking with our team, we kind of asked the question of what are you grateful for? And so as, as you go into a weekend like this, um, a lot of times we'll, we'll hype it up and it is a, it is a big, big weekend. But for me, um, gratitude just comes to mind. When you're thinking about what Christ did, the fact that he died on this cross for us, that it was an excruciating death that he was placed into and that there was sadness and all these things. But as you said in John, it like he did it for us. And if we trust in him then, then ultimately we'll have the eternal life for me. It's, it's just gratitude. And it's the fact that he did this is the fact that I get to do ministry. I get to celebrate this time. When I get to have these conversations and it's not that I have to, but I get to, and one day we'll get to experience eternal life with, with God. And I think it's just a reminder. It's kind of like that focal point. So like eat like Christmas is he is born. Woo. And this is the yeah. focal point of like, here we go. This, this is why he was born. And so it just, it just builds upon that, um, built upon the Bible, built upon what ultimately Christ came to do. But the word for me is gratitude, all, all about this weekend.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think that's mine as well, is just thankful because I know what happens inside my heart and in my mind, and mm-hmm. I know how I act during the rest of the week. And I'm not perfect, and I don't right. deserve any good thing, but yet he did this for me, his mercy that he extended to me through this. And I mm-hmm. love also that we get to, we get to celebrate this once a year. It's not that we do this every five years, <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah. every year we get to celebrate this and bring that, that thought back to mind of how grateful we are for what God's done for us. We'll be right back after this. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel introducing the travel of legacy podcast where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers each episode of travel of legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities so journey with us and
0: subscribe now and i think i think you have to do that right You know, a curriculum could, but I think you have to, because I'm telling you, you know, if we're, if we're not being reminded of this, then the Christian faith could really relate to just be, do good, but it's not do good. It's ultimately believe and trust so that you can then receive. And it's not based off our actions, based off our faith. Um, It's a great moment, but also I love the weekend because it's a great opportunity to invite people because a lot of people know about Easter. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great conversation. There's a lot of people who are just waiting for you to ask them to maybe come to church or engage in that conversation. And I, there are people who want to know, and they're just waiting for us to maybe engage them.
1: Absolutely. And and we're missing out on opportunity. This is an easy time because people are interested mm-hmm. and, and they're thinking about it. So this is a great time. That's such a good point. So I'm thinking about some of the people that are listening today that maybe have never heard this before, understood this before as how they could, how this whole weekend about the the cross and the resurrection and all those things, how that relates to them personally. Um, Mm -hmm. And they, maybe they want to make a decision or maybe they want to learn more about the gospel. Can you just really quick, just share what that looks like and how someone could start to follow Jesus?
0: Yeah. um, And and I'll try to, in in a fun way, I think of it, I was telling my kids today, that we're in we're in this time of texas weather where in the morning it's somewhat cold and by midday it's like burning hot and so we put on all these layers in the morning And by the time my kids get home like where's your jacket where is this And they're like it was hot i, I let it go and, and the reason i say that is maybe that person who's listening um maybe you're maybe you're like my kid who goes to goes to school in the morning and has all this stuff that they're wearing And maybe that stuff is, it could be, let's call it sin. Let's call it wrong feelings. Let's call it bad things that we've done. Let's call it um, maybe not even believing, right? But when you think about um, Easter and you think about what Christ did, ultimately Christ is saying, hey, I'll bear all of that for you. And all I'm asking, I'm not asking you to pay me. I'm not asking you to do anything, to be anything. All I'm simply asking you is to trust that I am who I say, am, which is ultimately God's son, that I'm dying on the cross for you. And then there's a relief. And that relief is, let's call it the removing of the extra, you know, extra tire. And then by the time you get out, you're, you're relieved because you're not high, you're not overwhelmed. But ultimately God is saying, man, let me carry that burden for you. Let me mend that heart. Let me heal that pain. And all I'm asking is that you would just trust in me. And so as you think about Jesus dying on the cross, and then his resurrection. It's believing that, it's trusting, it's seeing that and understand that ultimately God's love is unconditional. doesn't matter what you look like, how tall you are, how short you are, what you say. But if you believe that I loved you and that I'm willing to die for you, then I'm for you and I'll be with you forever. Not a temporary thing. It's not going to grow. Like My clothes going to grow old, but I'll be with you forever. And so... That's kind of that's that's what I would say to somebody who, if there is out there, I'd use that illustration because um, I think it can relate to kids, and I think it also can relate to adults. But but ultimately, it's tied into is God's love is unconditional. You don't have to do anything for it; He's already put in the work, and He's just waiting for you to accept it.
1: Yeah, that, that's so true, and it's so good. To be reminded, even if we have made that decision before, to be reminded how simple grace is, and that we really have nothing to do with it. There's no good thing that we can offer. There's no payment, like you said, that we have to mm-hmm. give. It's just, it's just trusting in Jesus and 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 accepting that what he said was true and believing in him. So that's that's all it takes.
0: Right. And when you hear that, you're just like, like for real. <laughs> Right. But I think that's why I think that's why this weekend is so important, because you see what he went through. And when you hear that, when you feel that, and I think that's when you go back to the point where you got to share a little bit, because if it just seems like Jesus died and he woke. You're like, OK, like, no, no, no. Like there was pain there. So you don't have to feel it. There was sadness. So you don't have to feel it. And I think people can resonate with that because my word for this year is empathy and just being able to walk in people's shoes. And Jesus did that. Yeah. He's walked in our shoes, he's walked in your shoes, he's walked in my shoes. And ultimately saying that I'm willing to walk with you and hold your hand the whole way. And so that's why this weekend is important.
1: Right. And I wanna say to anyone that uh hasn't been to church in a while. Maybe they used to go to church for a long time and then they stopped Mm -hmm. or they got busy with sports and different things like that. This is a great Sunday to go back to church, right? Yes. (laughs) Don't miss out. This is gonna be an epic weekend and this is the one that you definitely need to be a part of. So I encourage everyone to go back to church.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you can make it in person, go in person. But if something I mean now with digital You could stream it. And if you're into that, you know, some of them are launching metaverse churches and all those things, but you're absolutely right, man. This is the weekend too. Amen. Remove all those barriers, man. Iron the clothes beforehand and let, like, let's go, like just make that first step.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, this has been so good. I really appreciate all of the encouragement you've offered us today. And also just the good reminder of the gratitude that we should have. This is why Good Friday is good is because Mm -hmm. of what Jesus has done for us. And we have so much to be thankful for. So thank you so much for sharing today and being on the show.
0: My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. Hey, before I let you go, I always like to ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have a memory you want to share with us?
0: You know, it's like which one? (laughs) Um, I'll share one that's kind of around food. Cause I think another thing about Easter is normally families gather and they have yes. a meal. Um, so me and my dad, uh, anytime my mother would work late, you know, we are not cooking. My dad, he can cook now, but at that time he was not the best cook. I love him to death. Um, but we would go to all our favorite restaurants and just get whatever was on the menu that we loved. And so let's, if it was McDonald's fries, we get McDonald's fries and then we go get like a Whopper from Burger King. And then we go get like tacos from Taco Bell. And I don't remember what it was called, but I just knew that there was so much joy. Not that my mom wasn't there, but when she had to work late, cause I knew we were going on that road trip to like five different restaurants. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: Now she didn't love it. Cause by the time she got home, she was like, what is this? And I'm like, mom, I had a vegetable in there somewhere, Um, but I (laughs) try to do that for my kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's my, that's my childhood memory.
1: I like that. That's a fun idea. (laughs) Just go to all the different restaurants and get the one favorite.
0: This is it.
1: (laughs) Well, Andre, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was awesome.
0: My pleasure. Thank you, Kristen.
1: See, Good Friday is good. We have so much hope and love and things to be grateful for because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. I think it's so important for parents to have these conversations with your family, with your kids, make them age appropriate, but don't shy away from talking about the great lengths that Jesus went, that the great pain that he went through, the great death that he went through just for us because he loves us so much. I love when Andre said that God just wants us to trust in him. God wants to carry our burdens. We don't have to carry the weight of sin and heartache anymore. You can trust in Jesus as your Savior, and He will be with you forever. God's love is unconditional. You don't have to do anything for it. Like Andre said, He has already put in the work. He is just waiting for you to accept it. So what a great week for you to choose to follow Jesus and trust in Him. I can't think of a better time to do that than Easter weekend. So if you've never made a decision to follow God before, if you've never had a a salvation experience, or maybe you're not sure. I hope that you will choose to do that this week. Find someone you can talk to. Go check out the local church near you. Don't miss out on this great opportunity to follow God and be a part of his family. Now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So here is my friend Allie. Allie Snyder, Luke 24, 5 through 7. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living? among the dead he is not here he has risen remember how he told you while he was still in galilee the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men be crucified and on the third day be raised again thank you ali such a great verse talking about the resurrection of jesus he is alive what a great easter passage thanks for sharing that Well, I would love to hear your favorite Bible verse or an encouraging quote you like, or maybe you have a favorite joke you want to share. You can find information about how to send that to me through my social media. I'm on Facebook at The Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Pod. You can also go to my website, CollideKidsPodcast.com. Would you like to support the podcast? Here's a few ways you can do that. First, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast. Podcast app you're using and leave a rating and a review. That is so helpful, and I love hearing about what you have to say about the show. You can also share this episode with friends and family and tell them why you and your family like to listen. Or you can go to my website and click the link that says, buy me a coffee. It doesn't really buy me a coffee. It's just a little bit of financial support that equals the amount of a cup of coffee. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. Well, I hope you have a very happy Easter weekend with your family. I hope that you have some time to reflect and have great conversations about what Jesus Christ has done for us. This weekend is so important to the church, and I hope it becomes an important weekend for your family in case no one has told you today I would love to be the first to remind you that God loves you so much Christ is risen He's risen indeed